Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Starline by a senior editor for Motherboard. She covers sexuality, online culture, and more. Her book, How Sex Changed the Internet and How the Internet Changed Sex, is now out. We welcome Samantha Cole. Hi, Sean. How are you? Absolutely great, Samantha. Let's go beyond the mic. Your book looks at the origins of the internet today and how sex influenced all of it. Why was doing this and writing this all so important for you? Yeah, so I've been a tech analyst for quite a few years now, and I think writing about tech in the lens of sexuality and gender and sexual expression is a really great way to kind of see what's happening on the margins and kind of understand what's coming from the mainstream. And I think that's something that kind of came through in this book is looking at history through a wide angle and seeing, you know, we could predict how the internet is going to turn out 30 years ago, looking at it, how we were building it to communicate about sex a lot of the times, um, and then kind of fast forwarding to today and how that was a huge influence on how we use it today. So, yeah. You discuss cam girls, lonely girl 15, and the algorithms inside social media and so much more. How did your own internet usage and abuse online influence it? So I, um, I've obviously I write about this stuff, and I'm also you know a user of the internet. Um, I uh, I grew up in the '90s, so I kind of grew up with the social media era of the internet. Um, and yeah, it was always something that was kind of in the in the front of people's consciousness. Is you know how are we going to um, talk about you know webcams and the access that we have uh, to each other's bedrooms now, and being able to meet strangers in this way. So um, I think definitely kind of looking at it through a very um, investigative lens and keeping my mind open and curious about these things helps quite a bit. Um, but yeah. Samantha, how has social media devolved from keeping up with friends and family to political fights and porn? Yeah. So social media used to be very, um, you know, you, you were following threads and much of that you were interested in with your hobbies, um, you know, into like knitting or grateful dead or whatever it was. Um, you specifically were on the internet for those things. And now we're on the internet for everything. I mean, we have these huge companies that are running, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, you know, it's where we get news. Um, so that has been a huge way where we have just completely shifted the way we're consuming information online. Um, and I think that happened because you have these uh, small entrepreneurs, uh, you know, small time photographers, people doing their own websites. Um, really kind of built the stage for how we would then uh, start making money and Turning the internet into this big, um, you know, money-making machine, basically. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we have certainly done a big leap, seen a lot of growth in the last thirty years with how we even just communicate day to day. Like you said, like it's it's all about you know getting online and fighting with our neighbors now, which is not a not a great evolution of things. But um, yeah, it's certainly interesting to study in a history run. <laughs> How's the pandemic changed you? And the way you use the internet. Yeah, I um, I was always, you know, I was online every day, all day, just because of my job before. And I think during the pandemic, and um, you know, even now as we're kind of re-entering more normal times in a way, um, it's hard to kind of draw a line between, you know, now I'm on the internet, now I'm off. I think that was already kind of in motion. That was already happening. Where you know, we have we have you know cell phones for the past twenty years and. Um, being able to pull up information whenever we want it, it's always with us. Um, but during the pandemic, I think just being at home and a lot of us, you know, people who were working from home, um, just never, ever logging off. You know, our social lives are online, uh, our work is online. So that's been a really, that's been a struggle for me, but it's also been, you know, something that I think we were kind of prepared for because um, it was already kind of 
going that way. And I think the pandemic really accelerated just how much time we spend on the internet uh, for good or bad, I think, better or worse. Author of How Sex Changed the Internet and the Internet Changed Sex, Samantha Colton joins us beyond the mic for the Rocky Nade. It's eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no pressure. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Best social media platform that isn't here anymore. Oh, uh, Have you ever walked into a wall? Yes, definitely. I'm sure I have. <laughs> Very comfy. What about the best place to bike in Brooklyn? The bike? Uh, Park Park. How has Calliope helped you during the writing of this book? <laughs> Calliope is my boyfriend's cat, and she stayed on my lap for most of the book writing process. Kept me warm, kept proofreading, yeah. <laughs> and watch you go crazy when you finally found a typo. Exactly, yes. Oh, my God. The cats ran away when I found my first typo in the book when I was reading it yesterday. Um, running through the house screaming that I had a typo. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you searched for online for an article you were writing? Oh, God. Um I don't know if we can say that on radio. Oh, my. That's great. <laughs> Artist or band you would pay full ticket price to sit in the first five rows for? Oh, my God. Paramore is touring right now. Very interesting. And I would really love to see them. <laughs> Where's the most underrated place in New York? Underrated place. I, my answer is also Prospect Park. <laughs> Double answer. What do you have on your uh, fridge door? On my fridge door? Magnets? Um, uh, each of the states that we visited. Ooh, so how many states have you visited? Oh, God. I mean, we have magnets from, like, I want to say, like, 15 states, but it only counts if we stay overnight. Then we get a magnet. You can't really search for anything on the internet like an old encyclopedia and <laughs> find new rabbit holes. The algorithm always pulls you back. It's hard to kind of um, stumble across interesting things now, I think, or it's harder than it used to be. Um, I think that's partially because so many of these websites are catering to what they think you want. Um, so you're kind of being pigeonholed into what a computer thinks that you are into already. So you're seeing a lot of the same stuff over and over. Um, I remember when you, when you see it on the internet, you kind of just like browse around and end up in rabbit holes. And you can still kind of do that today. People do that with like Wikipedia. Um, but it's harder now because you have to kind of work against the algorithms that are saying, oh, we think you want this so that we can advertise you better. Um, so it takes kind of a responsibility out of just clicking around, I think. I remember the hours, you know, like just browsing for endless reasons. <laughs> uh, it's harder to do now. Or maybe it's just because I'm online all day. I don't want to do it anymore. But <laughs> It's time for one big question with author of How Sex Changed the Internet and the Internet Changed Sex. Samantha Cole joins us. Samantha, did the writing of this book help? you come to grips with your own uncomfortable feelings about the internet? In a lot of ways, I think it did. I mean, being able to see the whole history of some of these technologies and the ways that we've used them. I wasn't around for a lot of what I wrote in the book I'm in the 1930s and um, a lot of what happened in the book happened in like the 60s and 70s. Um, so being able to understand uh, that what we're dealing with today isn't necessarily new. It's problems that people have had since the beginning of this thing, um, very human problems. So in that way, I think, um, yeah, it, it kind of made me feel less alone, less like um, the, the world is ending. <laughs> you know, the, the fights that are happening on Twitter aren't happening for the first time. They're, you know, continuations from 30 years ago. People were fighting about these things on Usenet and bulletin boards. So, yeah, in that way, I think definitely um, writing this book was a little bit of therapy for me, too. Where can people find you? Uh, I am on Twitter, Nicole, Twitter, 
Um, and also sangrycool.com is my website. You can find everything about the book and my journalism there too. Her boyfriend's cat helped her, except when she found the first typo. Loves Paramore and biking in Prospect Park. Her book is How Sex Changed the Internet and How the Internet Changed Sex. Author Samantha Cole, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut. <laughs>